0: This is merging the head and the heart where you can expect honest, unedited conversations that cut through the shoulds and formulas of running a business. We share what it looks like when we honor our intuition and trust our own pathway forward. And we get real about the messy, mundane, and magical. I'm Phoenix, a business strategist and intuitive guide I support healers, coaches, and visionary women to create soulful and sustainable businesses.
1: I'm Anya, a facilitator and leadership mentor. I collaborate with emerging and evolving leaders
0: as they catalyze their big visions and amplify their impact. Hello and welcome. Today we're gonna be talking about marketing. And we are diving into this subject because it's something we all have to deal with in our businesses. We all need to show up and share our work and be seen. And we're surrounded by so many other people doing the same. So it can be really overwhelming on how and why and what we're doing. And we hope that this podcast is insightful for you and really supports you as you share your work with the world.
1: Yeah, and hopefully today we can talk through some ways that we can really be discerning and authentic about what we're putting into the world, how we're putting it into the world, why we're putting it into the world and um
0: receiving that back as well. Definitely. So we'll just start by doing a little bit of a reframe on marketing and sales as a whole. I think marketing gets such a bad rap, and we can kind of cringe at the word. I do. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I hear it, and I'm like, um, no thing. Right. Yeah, definitely. It just kind of feels gross, especially when we're doing really heart-centered you know, healing work and uplifting others and it feels of service, there's sort of a disconnect. Um, But we just want to shift the narrative on that because marketing really is just about inviting people in. Yep. It's just about communication. Yeah. And connecting with people and really acknowledging that they're seen and heard in their experience and you can help uplift them, right? We're all just trying to support and uplift each other. And we just have unique gifts and services for doing that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's really about telling the story of what we're doing, you know, inviting people into that and really appreciating telling the story Mm. and not feeling like it's quote unquote sales or marketing Mm -hmm. yet knowing and embracing that running a business we need to be making sales we need to be sharing that and putting that out into the world otherwise it's not
0: a business it's a hobby right exactly yes and hobbies are amazing but this podcast is really about business (laughs) next podcast we should talk about
1: hobbies because I apparently don't have any
0: (laughs) Yes, really your inserted. business. Well, and I guess your business can be your passion and your hobby. I would say it's both, but it has to pay the bills. Yes, it's yeah, it's a hobby that pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just kind of talking about this reframe around marketing. Both Anya and I love sharing like valuable information through our so-called. Marketing or engagement. I, I like the term engagement better. Mm. Um, and making it so it feels really beautiful to read and experience and that you are, it's sort of like a gift. Like your newsletters can be a gift. And like this podcast is, this is marketing for us, but this also is a desire to share and connect and create community and give free tools so it can be both
1: yeah so then like each piece of the marketing is an act of service yeah in small ways I love that that feels really motivating to me that has motivated me to share more and put my work out more because if it really is genuinely rooted in that sense of like a gift or offering something of value
0: then i'm more excited to share it. Yeah, definitely. And just getting into the feeling of knowing that your work is so needed and i know that everyone listening here their work is potent and powerful and really lifting others up. I can't imagine anyone listening to this who isn't in that, mm-hmm. you know, realm of work. Most of us are not doing this to make money, but because we care deeply. We can and, want to make money as well. But not in it to make money. Right. We want to make money. <laughs> money is amazing. We listen to our money podcast. If you're cringing about wanting money, that yes. will... and being rich, we talk about it. Yes, we do.
1: <laughs> yes, but like we're in it. We're in it to be of service. We're in it because this is our heart work and we yeah. love it and it feels essential and we want to connect with people. And so. Reframing and connecting with that quote unquote engagement, like you're talking about, marketing yeah. is a way to continue that act of service,
0: definitely. Yeah, and just knowing when you're sharing about your work and selling something that you know the impact of that and you know the transformation of that, whether you know whatever it is. Um, and so. It's, I'm like, where am I going with this? Well,
1: I, it's just making me recognize also that if we don't, if we don't market, right, if we don't sell or put our work out there, then we're not able to invite people in. And then we can't do the work that we care so much about, which is right. really about so often other people. Yeah. So that really it is this key piece
0: of doing our work in the world. Definitely. And it's a key piece of running a successful, whatever you define successful as um, business, you know, is having community, is having an audience, having clients, having income. It really stems from continual engagement, consistent engagement. Um, And yeah, and being really intentional about your engagement because you know we see a lot of people doing a lot of different things there can be such overwhelm of showing up in all the places all the time and we don't believe that we believe that there's another way of being really intentional and strategic so you can conserve your energy um rather than getting swept up into what everyone else is doing
1: yes It's interesting. I am in a launch period right now as I gear up for the next Catalyst Leadership Immersion. And there is also this flurry of promotion and sales around the holidays. You know, we're in December here and it's just like, so much happening. yeah. And so I am also really noticing how other people are marketing their programs and how other people are showing up. And I'm just like paying attention to what's resonating with me, what feels off-putting, what feels overwhelming. Um, and it's been a really interesting practice. I feel like I'm always kind of paying attention, keeping my eyes and ears out for how people are sharing about their work and just especially now as I too
0: am in this launch? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really interesting um, to think about how we like being sold to, you know, or marketed to, because we are our audience. So if we can kind of get into their shoes, um, you know, we would never want to do something that we get triggered by. So maybe that's like getting you know, multiple emails in a day or multiple emails in a week, maybe, you know, maybe that's, that makes you want to unsubscribe or so, so I would say never do that. You know, it's like, we really want to, to give in the way that we like receiving. I, little aside, but I think it's
1: relevant. Um, I am kind of ramping up the communications that I'm sending out and I also feel like sometimes I get bombarded by other people's regular messages about things. And so I took the lead from this person, Kelly Deals, who has a consent-based process. Oh, I love this. And I love it so much. She sent out this message that was like, hey, I'm going to be i um, promoting this new program and I'm going to be sending more emails than I usually do. If you don't want to receive those emails, but you still want to stay connected, then click here. And so yeah. I incorporated that in my last message because I really love, I appreciate that consent mm-hmm. connection that I'm like not just bombarding you and you're not interested in receiving them. And yeah. sure, you could delete them, but it just really makes me it like roots into the value mm. of the connection and the true engagement. It's not yeah. just about me like putting this onto you. Yeah. It's about that exchange.
0: So I, I love, love that. that. Shout out to Kelly deals. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people doing that and it re- I really appreciate it too. Um, and then you truly are communicating with the people who are interested exactly. because the other thing is like, we don't want to be sending things to people who are not interested and engaged anyway.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: So that's, yeah, that's a really beautiful tool. We will share some um, resources at the end of this podcast, just FYI around platforms that we love using, um, you know, and if your newsletter platform allows you to create multiple lists and anyway, so just, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. We'll give more details around resources. Um, so yeah, coming back to just this, all of this energy around promotion, around the holidays, um, I really like to kind of be a rebel in a lot of ways and not do something because everyone else is doing (laughs) that. But also thinking about sometimes there is a reason a lot of people are doing it like around the new years, there's so much fresh energy and people are so motivated. I know in my own life, I've been doing all of this like big visioning around my business and my projects. And I naturally do that in the winter as it's a time to turn inward. Mm -hmm. So I, I also love launching things in December or January. And yes, everyone is doing it and also that's what I do. So, you know, there's hmm. I don't know I it's- appreciate
1: that. You're it's basically affirming that some it's not that all rules need to be broken or that like all ways that we see people doing it we need to not be doing it because they're doing it it's really just a practice of discernment for yourself right right what's true for you what do you yeah what feels really resonant for you what do you like doing how do you want to show up and yeah maybe that's like launching something big in January because that's when your natural energetic pull is Yes, yes exactly that's
0: like full permission yes and i think really using our own unique energy and our own cycles and nature and our own rhythms to um to do our promotional pushes yes um you know we talk about in our very first podcast episode around cycles and seasons and even you know as um a woman working with ovulation and um And bleeding cycles, even if you're not, you can work with full moon and new moon, uh, similar energy. And so it's just a way to notice, like whether you're charting that or not, or whether you're really tuning into the seasons or not, we naturally have more times where we're ready to like put something out into the world. Mm. And so we can work with that energy of like, oh, I'm ready to launch it. My energy is here. I want to show up in this way. And if that's around the new year then great
1: I think that's really relevant to to the modalities that we're using as we are marketing selling and showing up in that way that it's like what are those platforms mm-hmm. that really work for you and hold that energy for you where yeah. do you want to be showing up where are your people showing up where do you feel that like natural inclination to be and it might not be all the other all the things it hopefully is not all the things right
0: (laughs) it should not i don't think that there is anyone who can actually have the energy to show up on all of the platforms all of the time i just don't know how that would team of assistants actually work, right? Yeah. like <laughs> yes. if you're like reposting the same content, I don't know. Um, I think that's a beautiful question. Yeah. What channels work for you? What methods work for you? Who are you talking to and where are they really showing up? It's likely where you like to show up. What are some of your favorite platforms and methods? Yeah. I would say that, um, as far as like choosing our channels, I really, working with clients and my myself, like to kind of tune into our own natural ways of being and our own gifts. And I have shifted my channels a little bit. So initially, I really um, liked meeting people one-on-one. So I love having conversations. I will just say that my this is the desire for the podcast, having conversations. I love meeting people in person and having conversations. I feel that my newsletters are really a conversation with people. I like to write in a style like I'm talking to just one person. Um, so I would say just gifted in a joy and natural love of conversation. So I used to take people out for tea a lot and I really leverage my local community. I went to a lot of events, I connected with people in person, um, and that worked really well. It really launched my web design business, and I got a lot of clients that way. And then I noticed my energy was just not in um, a place of wanting to get in the car and drive all around the city and meet with so many people, and I just didn't have the time for it, especially with full project load. And so then I started shifting to just doing more newsletters and blogs um, and really kind of turning inward, conserving my energy a little bit and writing, being able to reach more people that way too. Um, And I love writing. I love writing. I love sharing. For me, it truly feels so fun to, to share, especially if I'm allowed to share what I want to share. So that was like a big one for me. Um, I felt blocked around writing for a long time, uh, when I was doing only websites because I felt like I was seeing what everyone else was sharing and it was all around like technical tools and platforms and how to write SEO and so technical. And I just really didn't have a lot of desire to write about that. I really wanted to write about like deeper, beneath the surface, being seen, um, more just like business as a whole. And once I gave myself permission to really write about whatever I wanted to write about and what was in my heart, then I felt so much more joy writing. Mm. so, and people really responded. And people really responded, Yeah, So really showing up, I would say consistency is the biggest key. You know? It's like, where can you show up and um and show up consistently? And whatever that looks like, if that's once a month, I committed to weekly newsletters at one point that I did for like, six months and that felt really great. Mm. Maybe it was four months. Um, (laughs) Many months in a row. (laughs) Many months in a row. I was very proud. (laughs) And, and it really, I saw such an impact of increasing clients and really seeing the benefits of showing up consistently and building trust. Can I ask why you stopped doing that then? I stopped doing that because I got so many clients. Oh, I mean, I really booked out um, yeah, when I started to write really consistently is through the winter. So naturally I turned inward. It was fall and winter. I was really wanting to show up. And then in January, I booked out like eight months. And I know, I'm clapping. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I just didn't have time to show up in a weekly way. And then I think I went to monthly. Um, and then I think I even like took a break. I dealt with a lot of family. Um, death and intensity, and really felt like I needed to honor myself and not show up online in such a big way. So, Mm. I
1: really hear you saying, you know, that the way you're showing up is not forced, it's really genuine to where you're at, and you're kind of like following that cycle and that genuine pull to to write weekly and seeing the impact of that or to kind of like retreat a little bit and go inward I just really appreciate hearing that that you're like you're allowing it to shift and
0: evolve and and it can and I I think I still was committed to showing up So I think that's the big thing. Like how can you commit to showing up? So whether that was like in person and then I shifted to writing and now we're doing a podcast, I would say I've always loved Instagram and have been doing Instagram through it all, you know, not super consistently, but I just, I just love taking pictures and sharing little, little bite-sized inspiration. Um, Yeah, so it doesn't have to look one way, and it doesn't have to stay the same, and you're allowed to change, but how can you really um, make the space to show up in that way? I think that I've had a,
1: a related trajectory to you. Like, maybe a year and a half ago, I just... Got, I think I was feeling a little isolated in my work, working from home and doing a lot of phone sessions and really craving in-person connection. And so I also went out on a ton of coffee dates and lunch dates and to networking groups and I felt really inspired and energized by it at the time. And I met a ton of people who I'm still really connected with. And then I hit a full-on
0: <laughs> full
1: burnout from that, which I think I was just like, oh my goodness, it's all the dry thing and all the whatever. It was like so much. And when I added up my receipts from coffee dates from oh last year, I was like, so what? Um, but it also then really... Like those relationships that got cultivated Mm. then inspired other relationships. So it really, it worked. Mm. And then I was also, I just could acknowledge that I didn't have the same capacity for that. Um, And as far as the platforms that I use, Instagram really is a space that I love hanging out on. I felt honestly a little frustrated by their shift in algorithm. I'm just feeling like I don't have control over who sees my posts. But I love posting and I love writing and I love the visual aspect of it. And you're super consistent on your newsletter too. Am I? When you were talking about consistency, I was like, am I consistent? Yeah, (laughs) you're really consistent. I feel like I send for sure one newsletter a month. Yeah. And for a while I was sending two right now I'll be sending a couple more because I'm in the midst of this of this launch um my newsletters also feel I love how you said it's like a conversation Mm -hmm. and I really approach mine that way too um I get a lot of really beautiful conversation reflection back often I have people who comment and respond to each newsletter, which is just, like, so lovely, and you know that that kind of feedback is really helpful Mm -hmm. for me. I'm, like, people are reading it, they're liking it, it. um, and that feels also just, like, a really, um, it just feels, like, a really easeful channeling, also, of whatever is coming through me, like, whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm noticing in my clients, like, I speak to that in the newsletter, Mm -hmm. and so that feels, like, a really, Beautiful way to do it. Mm-hmm. And visually, my newsletters now have kind of a consistency of a color palette, and so that also feels like
0: pretty useful for me to tap into. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'd love to talk about since we're so different in our ways of like how we can consistently show up. Like yeah. what what has worked for you versus what has worked for me. I've just seen how. we work with our inspiration and our writing flow Mm. in different ways. So I'd love for you to speak to that. Yeah. I mean, with
1: Instagram, when I feel really in flow, that is when I batch my content. And so for me, that means like setting aside a chunk of hours, sometimes consistent days, and knowing that that's my writing time. And often that's early in the morning. And I will write several posts when I'm just like in that good energy and feeling inspired and then I I schedule them out. I use an app that will link to. Um and so I have those kind of ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't do that so much with my newsletter. Usually that's like in the moment. And you'll just block out like a day
0: or something. Honestly
1: it does take yeah, yeah. the good part of a day. Because yeah. I'm like usually adding images and I it's still my lingering perfectionist where oh, yeah. I'm like, you know, sending these like preview <laughs> emails to myself and then changing this word and that word. But yeah. Yeah, I block out a day and the Instagram is like more can also be more spontaneous um if I don't have the time to batch. But I work well in the
0: batching. Yeah. How about you? You're not into batching? No, I see I don't do batching and I've always wanted to batch and I kind of beat myself up around the fact that I couldn't batch, you know, because as far as sharing tools with people, batching is a great tool if you, if that works for you. And I just realized that I could block out all the time, but my writing inspiration really... Um, just like works in a more mysterious way that doesn't work so well with batching. Like I have to be in the moment of the feeling to write about it. So if I was going to batch like five posts and on different things, it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't really work for me and hasn't worked for me. So for me, I'm just really creating like a ritual and I like to call it a ritual because It feels really intentional and special and I have a process, but for me, it's blocking out the time. So if I block out, you know, if I want to write, start writing more consistently. So maybe on Instagram, I want to post three times a week. Then I'll just make sure to block three mornings out a week where I can, I love writing and composing at the same time. So I'll often Uh, take those mornings off and I'll take a long walk and just really ask myself like what wants to be shared and you know what what's my intention with this what feels present in my own life or maybe it's a conversation with a client like just like what's present in the energy and I'll use my little like voice memo recording on my phone as I'm walking and taking notes and then I'll sit down Um, and write something. I don't either find a picture that really connects with that, um, or I'll have a picture, you know, I'll often just take pictures of inspiring things throughout life, so I have kind of a stock of pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, You're batching your graphics. Yeah, so I'll batch my graphics. And sometimes I don't have one, so then I'll even, like, style a little picture. Um, But it takes time. Like, I really have to make that space or it just doesn't happen. And same with newsletters, like it's a day. Yeah. Um, And I really need to devote that day to the creative energy of that and creating the space for that. It's interesting. It really does.
1: I think just as helpful to acknowledge how much time it takes, like even when we're in kind of a flow and efficiency with it, it still takes time because it's, it's from the heart. It's like original content that we're creating and
0: composing and It takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between, you know, how you really want to show up online and if it's like, and what your business is and what you're sharing about, you know, there's, I see, for example, like herbalists or people who are making tea and yes, they can absolutely write from that, but they could also do a post just saying I'm featuring this tea blend, Uh you know, or like a product based, right? So if it's a product based business, um, I could see avenues to to write shorter posts just featuring the product or sharing the description mm. versus when your business is service based, people are hiring you, so they want to know you. That's that's who they're curious about. It's not the tea or the product or the shirt or whatever. So I think it's a saying. little different. Yeah. I
1: have been giving myself permission lately to write really short, concise posts as well. Mm. I love writing lengthy posts. That's not a problem for me. <laughs> but um, to also know that it doesn't always have to be that way. That it yes. sometimes it's just a sentence. Sometimes... It's a quote,
0: and that's fine. That's great. People are responding mm-hmm. to that as well. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that. I've actually felt maybe it's because there's been so much information over the last couple of weeks with just so much that I've been writing a lot less. Like, it's just been, yeah, a little bit. Or even featuring someone else's post or someone else's words. Right. Um, and, like, through a quote or reposting something. Um yeah, and then yeah, newsletters have just been a monthly thing. So that feels like useful in my schedule. And then letting that be enough, I think, you know, instead of this like feeling of guilt that we're not showing up enough, I think I can get that when I see other people showing up so much or they're ramping up and I can feel like what I'm doing is not enough. But I have witnessed this and seen it that it is that Mm -hmm. if we're showing up in those ways it's having impact
1: yeah and I think also about all of the ways that we show up that aren't necessarily like directly outward facing or public like all of the text messages that I send to cohort graduates and to people that I'm still connected with through um the coffee dates right Mm -hmm. or like the or people. like conversations
0: with people, yeah,
1: like in-person conversation. Just all these other ways that we're still showing up as representatives of our businesses because they're so intertwined with who we are, and so even when we're not directly in a, like sales mode or a marketing mode, that we're still we're still representing yeah who we are and what we do, and people connect to that
0: definitely. And I also you know. As someone who brings energy healing into my work and is really into the energetics of our business and um, seeing the energetics of business, I know that when I'm in an energetically outward state, which means okay, I am open. I've cr- cr- you know made the space. I've cleared my schedule. I'm my books are open. That I'm in this really open to receive sort of energy, and I also see that I definitely get clients when I'm in that energy versus um, overwhelm and where you're kind of shut down or, you know, you can be in a really inward energetic state where you're, you're not seeing that. And I see this with people's, um, sort of like the feast and famine model that I think a lot of people where they're like, I'm outward, I'm open, I'm showing up. And then they get so much that they get overwhelmed and then they shut down Mm. and they can't handle it. And then it gets slow and then they're open and, So I just see that. Um, Mm.
1: Interesting. This might be a tangent, but (laughs) it's coming to me too. Just the fact that like, I think primarily in my business, I'm not, I'm not doing a ton of direct launches. There have been some, but really ideally I'm consistently sharing the story of my work and the story of my business. And that inherently is promoting the specific offerings. Yeah. So then it's not necessarily this like feast or famine or like really outward facing or inward. It like
0: it creates just sort of more of a fluid timeline. Totally. I yeah, I've witnessed that um for myself too where it's just I'm showing up and committing and sharing. And I would say I very rarely actually sell. Like I just don't, they just don't really work for me when I've tried to say, I'm having a sale, you know, 50% off. That's never worked for my business. And we'll in another episode go into human design because it's a tool that I use around marketing and it honors our energy type. There's five different energy types. Um, And the energy type that... I am doesn't, it just doesn't work well to push ourselves on other people and put these kind of like these sales out. It works better to develop trust over long term and to be invited. So that really means that, yeah, I'm showing up. I'm showing up through my channels in ways that feel joyful and ignited and fun for me. And I just show a show, share, show and share Um, what I'm curious about and that clients naturally reach out to me and they find me through Google and they find me through referrals and Instagram and all these ways and I'm not really ever doing like a yeah like a push like a sales push it's beautiful yeah 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 and I think that they're so for anyone out there who that hasn't worked for and they see other people where it does cuz there are people where it really does work for them um it's, you're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's just like just finding your way. Yeah. We have different ways of moving and showing up and promoting our business. It all looks so different.
1: Yeah. I really appreciate um, utilizing the relationships that are already developed and cultivated, like asking graduates of the program or a former clients to refer and to share, or they're doing it naturally. Mm-hmm. That also has been really helpful for me, and I really, I just appreciate that. To me, that feels so aligned with the values of my business of like really supporting each other. Mm-hmm. I uplift you, you uplift me, etc.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's so many creative ways to market that maybe we all see. Oh, it's Instagram, or it's a newsletter, or it's YouTube. Um, or what my mom calls them, YouTubes. <laughs> so cute. I love it. Is she making some? No, oh, okay. but she loves to watch the YouTubes. Um, and I love you, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> Hi, Phoenix, mom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's so many different ways to market, like leveraging our community, having other people share about your work, mm-hmm. having other people post about your work, um, having a co-host and launching in, you know, a live video or something, if that feels fun for you to, you know, use two people's audiences, but also just the energy of two people, um, be featured on a summit, be featured on a summit, <laughs> Be featured in a podcast, yeah. Or a podcast or host a local event. You know, if you really Work with your community locally. So, if like your um, offer is in person, then host an event. So maybe you can pair up with a friend. Maybe you can get a table at an event and share. Um, maybe you can give a talk at, you know, a local space or like. Yeah, there are just so many creative ways um, to really honor your own your own way your own natural gifts and also like the work that you're doing in the world so each of our work sort of needs a different type of support in marketing it
1: yeah so it's like really getting in touch with what what feels genuine and aligned for you what works for you who your people are and who you're communicating to and with and where they're showing up and how they like to engage in content Mm -hmm. and noticing all of these methods that people are using and picking and choosing where you want to be and what you want to be doing. Yeah. Not feeling obligated to do all
0: of them or even any of them. Right. Yeah. I've seen so many people find different avenues and channels and create very successful businesses and it is all so uniquely different. Yeah, there's no one right way. And as your business changes, your marketing will change too. As your desires change, it will change. You know, online marketing and doing virtual courses requires, um, you know, using channels like Instagram. Versus if you're doing, if you're an acupuncturist and you're really leveraging your your local community, that's a very different type of marketing you know, so there's just, there's so many ways. Yeah. So yeah. many ways. So many ways. Um, so we hope that, you know, you, you found some helpful insight throughout this podcast, just something to take away with. Um, we'll also share, as I mentioned, some resources. So these are just platforms and tools that we've used in our own business that you may want to look into things like, Uh, Free graphic design software, our newsletter platforms, our website platforms. Um, Yeah, and we'll share those over on the show notes page, over on my website, PhoenixRosedesigns.com. And yeah, we hope they're helpful. So we'll leave you with a question
1: What is one commitment you want to make to yourself around showing up? And that can be today, that can be in the next week, um, in the next couple of weeks. How do you want to show up?
0: Mm. I love it. This is Phoenix. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We're sending so much love and gratitude to all of you out there doing your heart work in the world. And you can find out more about me and my offers over on my website, phoenixrosedesigns.com. And I've launched a juicy new holistic strategy package just um, (laughs) last week. And it's such a beautiful way to start the new year and to have the spaciousness to really go deep and create the sustainable business that you truly desire. Mhm. Yeah.
1: This is Anya. If you would like to circle up in person with me in 2020 to create your signature offering, hone your facilitation and leadership skills and fully rise into your gifts, reach out about the Catalyst Leadership Immersion. Registration closes on December 20th. And this is the only cohort that I'll be offering next year. So I hope you want to join us. All the details are on my website, AnyaHankin.com.
0: And people, this program that Anya is offering is truly the most beautiful, potent, deep work that, that I've really seen anyone cultivate. I mean, this is truly Anya's life work and it just draws upon her 20 years of experience and it takes people through this, such this intentional, heartfelt community building process. Mm. And I just have witnessed the people that come out of this program and it is like deep transformation. So please, if you are interested at all, check her out. Thank you, friend. Yeah. (laughs) Alright.